The Guardian. Hi, my name is Kez Gray and I'm here today with a Guardian Children's Book podcast. I'll be talking about my Daisy books with someone very special called Ella. Have any of the things that have happened to Daisy ever happened to you or anyone you know? Yes, they have. The very first trouble book that I wrote was called Daisy and the Trouble with Life. And I wrote that because in that story, Daisy does something totally disgusting. When I was about your age, there was only one thing that I was interested in. Do you know what that was? Sweets. I loved sweets. All I wanted to do was eat sweets. And the trouble was, my mum and dad didn't give me very much pocket money. So what I used to do, as soon as I got my pocket money, I'd go straight down the shops, spend it all on sweets, eat all my sweets, and they were gone. Which was a problem, because that meant I didn't have any more sweets left. So what I used to do on the way home from school was I used to go around to the sweet shop, and I used to look on the, on the pavement for money. And sometimes, if I was lucky, I might be able to find some money, like a penny or a halfpenny, which was okay because that's all I needed to buy one sweet. And that's all I ever wanted to, it was just one sweet to get me home. One afternoon, on the way back from school, I was outside the sweet shop looking for money and I couldn't find any. And I was just about to give up when I walked past the sweet shop, looked down into the gutter and there, glistening in the half light, all slimy and disgusting and covered in little bits of dirt, and grit was a half-sucked lolly. And I looked at it and I thought, that's disgusting. Come on, time to go home. And I took about 10 steps away from the lolly and thought, actually, that might not be as disgusting as I thought. So I went back, had another look at it, and yep, it was definitely disgusting. So I thought, no, you're definitely going home. So I did about 12 steps. I thought, actually, I'll have one more look. I went back. And I looked down, and I bent down, and I put my fingers on the handle of half-sucked lolly, picked it up, stuck it in my mouth, and I ate it. Don't get me wrong, I didn't just eat it, I did wipe it on my jumper first, but what I didn't realise was that half-sucked lolly was covered in disgusting things called germs. And the next morning, I woke up with the runs. I had the runs, the worst runs, the worst diarrhoea, the worst squits I'd ever had in my life. Even worse than that, it wasn't even a school day, it was a Saturday, which meant I couldn't eat my lunch, which was my favourite lunch, which was bangers and mash. I couldn't eat my favourite pudding, because it was treacle pudding and custard. I couldn't even go over the park and play football with my friends, because I'd eaten a half-sucked lolly. So that's what I did. I wrote that into into the first ever Daisy book. Now all the Daisy books, pretty much Daisy gets into trouble in all of them. Um, And sometimes she does things that I've done, and sometimes she does things that maybe my daughter has done. For example, Daisy in the Trouble with Kittens. My daughter found a whole little bundle of kittens uh, in the wild by the hotel, and she wanted to take them home, adopt them, put them in the suitcase, smuggle them through customs and get them home so we could look after them. 
I wasn't allowed to do that. That's why I wrote Days in the Trouble with Kittens. But pretty much loads of the things that I write about are things that I've either experienced myself as a boy or things that I've seen my children or their friends experience. When you're writing the funny things that Daisy says, do you laugh out loud to yourself? I don't. Um, I don't know why. It's probably because when I write Daisy books, I actually become Daisy. Especially the trouble books. I actually pretend I am Daisy. So when Daisy says things that are funny, I don't think she realises they're funny. You have to be someone else to realise they're funny. And I usually find out they are funny when maybe my daughter reads the story or my wife reads the story. Because I always want to finish the Daisy story, give it to my wife or my daughter to read. And they tell me whether it's any good or not. In Daisy and Trouble Maggot, she catapults some maggots at Harry and Jack, who are the school bullies. Who would you like to flip maggots at? Oh, I think that would probably be Julia Donaldson, I think. I think that would be brilliant because she sells too many books, if you ask me. She sells millions and millions of books, which is far more than I do. If you could take home any animal from the zoo, like Daisy takes a penguin in Daisy and the Trouble of Zoos, which animal would you take home and why? That is a very, very good question and something I've never really considered. Certainly wouldn't be a tiger because I'm actually scared of tigers. It might actually be a penguin, because I think penguins are really cute. And if it's a small one, you could keep it in the fridge, couldn't you? Because obviously penguins need kind of arctic conditions. So in deep winter, you could keep it in the deep freeze with the chicken nuggets and things like that. When you were a child, what were your favourite books? Enid Blyton books, I think and some books by somebody called Richmall Crompton. Just William books. And I used to read a lot of Secret Seven and The Island of Adventure, The Mountain of Adventure. I loved it when the group of children who were on the adventure found secret passageways. Whenever I go into uh, a country house or if I go to somewhere like Hampton Court, I let everybody else walk around but what I do is I just go off on my own and start tapping on all the panels to see if I can get one of the panels on the wall to slide back because I want to go behind into the secret cobwebby tunnel. Have you always wanted to be a writer? No, I haven't always wanted to be a writer. Before I was a writer, I had a proper job and I used to write TV commercials. That programme would finish and then you'd get a commercial on, like an ad in the middle and it might try and sell you something. It might go, hey come down to this shop and buy these new trainers or something like that. I used to write those. What do you think Daisy will be when she grows up? I think it's going to be something pretty important. What's the one up from Prime Minister? I suppose it would be the Queen. I think she'd probably want to be the Queen or maybe the boss of the Queen. Do your kids read your books and do they like them? Well, my children are 23 and 21, and they're both, those are boys. One's called Elliot, and one's called Jack. And my daughter is 12, nearly 13. She's called Elsie, and uh, she reads all of my books. I think when the boys were younger, they used to, but boys can be a bit tricky with books. 
and I'm going to try and do something about that because I'm going to start writing chapter books about a boy character very soon. Do you know who that might be? Have a guess. Who is the boy in the Daisy Trouble books that Daisy has the most trouble with? Jack Beach Whistle. I'm going to start writing a whole new series of books all about Jack Beach Whistle. Can you tell us a bit about what Daisy gets up to in your new book, Daisy and the Trouble of Sports Day? Well, it's, it's, the, it's that time of the school year when the sports day is about to arrive. All the children are very excited in the school because everybody wants to do the 60 metre sprint or the multi-skills. Okay, now the problem is there are lots of people in Daisy's class and there are other classes in Daisy's year. So what happens in Daisy in the Trouble with Sports Day is when they find out it's going to be Sports Day, Daisy gets ever so excited. They then have to do rehearsals on the, on the school field. And that's when the problems start. Because when Daisy runs out onto the field, the first thing she does wrong is she puts her shirt on inside out. Now I don't know, if you put a running shirt on inside out, that makes you a lot slower. And then what she finds is when she does all the rehearsals, She's not as good at everything as she thinks she's going to be. Can you guess which race Mrs. Peters chooses for Daisy? Second spoon. Right first time. Guess what the trouble with that is? The egg always falls off. Yeah, it's got an egg and a spoon in it. And Daisy just doesn't really... She wants to just do fast running without having to hold an egg and a spoon. And she doesn't really think she's going to be very good at it. So what happens is... Gabby, who does get chosen to do the 60 metre sprint, says she's going to help Daisy train to go for gold in the egg and spoon. So that's what they do. Her training doesn't go that well, and it gets worse because not only is she in the egg and spoon, she's up against Lottie and Dottie. And Lottie and Dottie are identical twins, and they're the fastest runners in the school. They're so fast, they even go to running club. And that means every time they run a race, they always come joint first in identical times and Daisy has now got to beat Lottie and Dottie in the egg and spoon race so what on earth is she going to do to try and win that race and that's what the book's all about and finally Kez do you like peas? I do like peas I know why you asked that it's because my first ever Daisy book was called Daisy in the well it wasn't called Daisy in the Trouble with Peas was it? it was called Eat Your Peas and what's the one thing that Daisy doesn't do? Eat, eat her peas. That's right. I did try other names for that book, like Eat Your Asparagus. I didn't think that was quite as catchy. Eat Your Carrots. Eat Your Potatoes. It's not as good, is it? So I decided to call it peas. But yes, I do like peas. And I always will like peas. And I hope you like peas too. I do. Good. That's the end. Thank you very much for some very lovely questions. For more great downloads, go to theguardian.com slash audio.